0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the eating alone in my parents' car uh, that smells like being inside a cremation urn uh, because uh, my father still smokes about half a pack of Reds a day, despite the fact that my mother. Uh, says he has quit smoking. Like you could be, I mean, he can be like smoking in front of her and she's like, yeah, D- daddy, Quint, daddy, Quint, uh, show with your host. So sad today. Uh, yeah. So my mother is amazing at denial. She's really good at it. And so, um, you know, the car smells like an ashtray, which I love. I mean, I love cigarettes, you know, if, Um, I'd still be smoking if I felt that the world could sort of handle how much I need to smoke. Like basically I need to, if I'm smoking, I need to always be smoking. Um, And the world doesn't, no longer accommodates that. Um, And so, you know, I switched to the gum so that I can be always smoking. I mean, I chew, you know, I'm always chewing. I'm chewing when I'm asleep, there's gum in my mouth. When I'm in the shower, there's gum in my mouth. When I'm giving a blowjob there's gum parked on the side usually um you know getting head gum in the mouth so nonetheless but but my dad still smokes and I actually you know I know that it's probably kind of I don't know it's probably not great that I like am um like okay with the fact that he smokes considering you know it's I love my dad and it's like not good for him but like the man's been smoking for like I don't know, 60 years or something like a long time. I mean, at this point, what is quitting going to do? And, and I've seen him, I've seen him quit. I've seen him try to quit. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not good for the depression because I think, I think my dad uses cigarettes, like unknowingly uses cigarettes the way that I always use cigarettes and the way that I use nicotine now, which is sort of as little doggy treats for staying alive. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, I'm gonna stay alive. I'm gonna continue to stay alive, you know, and I'm gonna have these doggy treats. And it's also it's a stimulant. So it sort of keeps you going, you know. My dad my dad drinks like six cups of black coffee a day, probably more actually. Um, he likes instant black coffee and Marlboro Reds and that is keeping him going. And you know, I, I would never wanna take that away from a person. Um so I think it's, I, I love cigarettes. I think it's cool that my dad still smokes, frankly, you know what I'm saying? In a world that has said, no, you know, in a world where, where the fantasy of self-care, uh, I, you know, I mean, look, I'm not, it's not like I'm, I'm encouraging him to smoke. You know, I don't want it to be said that I am, um, you know, trying to kill my father, but, but I find something admirable about just doing whatever, doing what you want in the face of, uh, science and social pressure and, um, you know, and, and, and I guess it could also be argued that it's not really what he wants, you know, that addiction is not a question of want, but I don't know. I mean, it comes from being, I think it comes from, you know, I started smoking, um, in high school. I mean, literally, they say, you know, they say you can't go home again. They say you can't go home again. You can go home again because I am literally sitting, in the Wawa parking lot, in a car with the heat turned up on high alone in my car, which is, um, based at, in a car that smells like cigarettes. The only difference is I'm not smoking the cigarette. I'm chewing, I'm chewing the gum. But, um, but you know, I, this was how I spent my formative years. This was my respite. Um, I like to turn the heat up because I am always trying to get back to the womb continuously trying to get back to the womb. Um, and, um, you know, I don't know that it's my mother's womb. I don't, I don't think I'm really trying to get back to my mother's womb, but some womb, some womb, you know, a pre-consciousness, um, a pre-conscious place, you know, re- really, I'd like to be dead. Um, but in like a nice warm way, you know, I, and I don't want to die. I don't want to go through the dying process, but I just want to be, I want to be like pre-life dead, You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to be, I want to be, everything in my life is really just an attempt to try to simulate a womb. You know, I like very small, dark, warm spaces, the bathtub, a heated car. And, um, and I'm sitting in the parking lot at old Wawa, which is where I spent most of my, uh, my growing up years. And So you can go home again. Um, I'm also having, um, I'm having a Wawa shorty. A shorty is, um, it's a derivation of a hoagie or haagie if you're nasty. Um, if you're from Philly, you know the Philly accent. Um, if you're not from Philly, the Philly accent sounds a lot like if you've ever seen any John Waters movies, it's very similar to a Baltimore accent. And, um, I spent my first 18 years in Philly and I haven't lived there since, but I can be anywhere in the world. I could be um, on an island, um, in, a, in a small hut. And if I hear a voice outside, I will immediately know Philly accent. Um, I don't really think I have much of my Philly accent. Sometimes it comes out. If you're ever listening to me do um, this this show and something sounds very trashy, it's probably, you know, like you're like, damn, like her inflection's really trashy. It's my Philly accent coming out. But, um my mom, my mom, and and to a large extent, my dad, um, still really have it. Last night I got, um, last night I got in a fight with my mom because, you know, I'm home for Thanksgiving giving thanks. Um, and I was, I was in a towel. Um, I had just gotten out of the bathtub. Um, my dad was like, you're taking another bath. And I was like, cause I, 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 I had been hiding in the bathtub for like two hours, you know? Um, and my dad's like, you're going to go take a bath again? And I was like, I take multiple baths a day, especially when I am trying to flee uh, the situation I'm in or and all memory. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need it to be in the fucking womb uh, with my Nicorette. But so I had just gotten out of the tub and my mom, like... And already I don't have any privacy in their house. Um, it's the same house I grew up in as a child. So, you know, of course the memories are just flying around. And, um, but already, I don't have privacy. My, my childhood bedroom, for some reason, the door to it just like stopped closing, uh, about 10 years ago. It doesn't need it. You, you start like, let's say the door's all the way open. You start to move it towards closure and it just sort of, it stays open at about a, um, 90 degree angle. So, um, in the morning at 7am, I'm, aw- I'm awakened to, um, my parents bickering, which is lovely. So already there's no privacy. You know what I'm saying? There's no door that I can shut. Um, and the basement, uh, which has a door has been taken over. It- it's my dad's lair. Um, and you know, it it's- that too is like a giant cremation urn, which in truth, as much as I admire, um, you know, the people who are still smoking in this world, just carrying on, you know, when someone's been smoking in, like, an enclosed room for the past, I don't know, 40 years, um, you know, it's not always, like, the greatest place to, to hang out. So, um, but so, yeah, so I, was, I had just gotten out of the shower. I, w- I was in a towel, and um, my mom and I had gone in a fight because I had told her that I was going to be doing some traveling. You know, I, I, once again, I was trying to get someone else to be proud of me. I was trying to get my mother to be proud of me. I was making that foolish mistake. I always tell myself, I'm like, just don't do it. Don't do it. And then, but I'll do it in like little ways. Like I'll say something. Cause I re- I don't reveal like that much information. Um, but like, I'll say something and it's like, there's a slight ulterior motive for saying it, you know, like there's a little part of me that just wants her to be like, Oh wow, that's cool. Um, but so I told her I was going to be traveling to, Paris to meet my French publisher that they were having me come there in a couple weeks, which my mom really loves. She's, you know, she's one of those people who like loves France. You know, she let my friend, my friend, Kristen Iskandrian, shout out Kristen Iskandrian. Um, uh, she's a, she's a sort of diamond in the rough on Twitter. She doesn't have a lot of followers, but, um, her, she, she creates great classic tweets, I think. But anyway, so Kristen the other day tweeted, like, I hate anyone who's like, obsessed with France. And I just thought that was so funny. Cause it's like, you know, I'm going to Paris and it's like, yeah, like, of course I fucking love Paris. Like who doesn't love Paris? But my mom, you know, so my mom really loves Paris. So I was excited. I was like telling her, you know, I was like, yeah, so they're, they're flying me over so I can meet the French publisher. They're going to be publishing two of my books. You know, like I was, I guess I, I, I was telling her to share Some nice news, but of course, what I wanted was the in the response was like, "Wow, I'm actually proud of you." Um, and she said, "Well, you know, you got to get your hair cut before you go over there. It really looks like a rat's nest." And like, you know, it was just once again deflated. And and so of course, I launched into like, you know, which I say I'm never gonna do because at this point, like, it's like you're not gonna change anybody, you know. And I'm not trying to change her, but it's almost like this sort of, I don't know. It was just like this knee jerk. You know, it was just like that. It, it, it the reaction came. It, it came almost unbeknown. Like, it's like I'm suddenly like 13 again. You know, like you can fucking go home again. You can go home again because you are like rocketed back to like your teen suffering and like, like you are a teen again. You just are. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, sitting in this, in this car, which is actually a, a beautiful, pleasant experience. I have to say, it's probably the most fun I've had this whole trip, uh, sitting alone um, outside the Wawa with a, uh, with my Nicorette and, um, an awesome Turkey shorty on tap on deck, a nice Coke zero on deck. Um, you know, this, this, this is, this is a great time, but, um, but you know, it, it's a, t- it, I, I am, I am, I am 14 again. I'm 14 again. So, um, but yes, yeah, so we got in a fight in a towel and I, and I, and I, in that moment, I, I didn't know what to do. Like, my... I just, you know, in the fight, because then it devolves into, like, everything I've ever done wrong. And, you know, and a lot of it is, like... Mostly it is, like... She asked me why... If my next book is going to be normal or is, it, or is it, again, something that's going to embarrass her. And I'm like... I mean, I'm never... I don't think I'm ever... I'm never going to write anything, like, normal. Like, that's just not... Like, that's not my view of the world. I'm not saying I'm so outre or alt, because I don't even think I am. Like, she should be happy that you know, like half of me is the Jap that it is, you know, like she could be way crazier as a for me as a human being like why well, you know, but but in terms of as a writer, it's like I'm normal like what like I don't what does she want me to write? like I don't even I honestly don't even know, but so I was telling her that um but anyway, so so you know, it was just like a so I never even go into like the you're never gonna like, you know accept me at all or whatever I mean sometimes I just go right to like just such anger and upsetness that like the thing the shit that I say man I mean the shit that comes out of my mouth sometimes like um one time I remember I think this was I don't know when it was. No, this was definitely after um she had accepted the fact that I was sober. She didn't like the fact that I was sober because it means that I had a problem, you know. But like there was one time we got in a fight and I was just like and I truly meant this as I said I was like I wish I had died of an overdose and then maybe you would like I don't know what. She wouldn't I don't think she, I don't think if I had died of an overdose she'd necessarily like appreciate me. I don't I don't think that that would be You know, it's not like that. It's not like dying. I don't you know, it was not dying to punish her and it's not dying to gain it, but it was just like what is the point of you even having a daughter? Like if there's not, if you can't, like a, if there's nothing likable, you know? She would fucking hate that I am saying all of this right now. BTW, she would be very, um, the, you know she would not, yeah. Um, and so, so we were in a towel, and I just didn't know what to do, you know? Like I was just like, all right, don't get wound up, don't, and don't try to like explain your part or state your case or don't try to get her to see her wrong because honestly that will just make the fight longer because what inevitably ends up having to happen is her like she needs me to see she needs to think or know to, to think that I see her side you know what I'm saying so we always come back around to that like you know she's I'm not the enemy you know like what about all the things I did do for, you know, blah, blah. and And then I have to just, to, to fucking, like, end the thing, I have to be like, you're right, you know, you're right. So I, I didn't want to get into something that was going to elongate the fight. But, um so what I did was, but I was like, okay, how am I, you know, I can either be here and be in all of these difficult feelings, or I can like, and I, and I thought to maybe, I, sometimes I, when, when she's been, in the past I have, like, videotaped her and just made her go on video kind of, because it's like if you're going to either if you're going to feel an uncomfortable feeling, if you're going to feel a painful feeling or you're going to like make something to post on Twitter. It's like let's just make something to post on Twitter. You know, like it's that that's my view of Twitter. It's like, well, I could actually process the feeling like an adult. Um, or I could, uh, tweet about it and it's like, let's tweet about it. So anyway, so I started recording on audio cause I thought maybe that I could like include some of our fight, like in this as sort of like, you know, a multimedia, like additional component. I knew I'd be recording the, the shot cast today, but um, but the thing that, I mean, it, there was nothing entertaining in it and it went on for so long. The only inter- thing entertaining is my mom's Philly accent that, you know, my friends are always amused by, by my imitation of her. Cause she's like, she's like, I'm, I'm not the enemy. Okay. I want you to know I'm not the enemy. And you know, there's a lot of, it's the O's. She's a, she has a Philly O and, um you know i like to um my husband and i like to like make like we were like if if she had an album what are the songs with the most o's because she likes um the song dancing queen by abba but it doesn't have any o's in it um and i remember when i was growing but so yes we're like what are the songs with the most o's that would be like the funniest for her to be like see this is on my album um and i remember when i was growing up there was um there was, before she, before she owned a store, she was a librarian, like a a school librarian. And I was a horrible student. Um, my mother's pretty like authoritarian. Like she's always done what she's supposed to do. She was a good girl growing up. And so she taught these two girls. Um, I'll change their names. Their last name was O. Um, but their first names, I'll change their names. They were, um, Patty and, uh, Sarah. And she'd be like, and 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 so Patty and Sarah O were like just everything that I should have been and she'd say you know the Os came to this country with nothing because they were like great students you know and like one of them ended up going to Penn I don't really know I don't really know but that was like what I was supposed to be you know like why wasn't I more like the Os these teacher these kids in her class and I'm like why am I more not like the Os like I I don't know nature nurture um you know what can I tell you I'm Um, I don't want to study. What I want to do is, um, when you leave the house for a few minutes, I want to, um, go downstairs and I want to grab some bagels that I'm not supposed to be eating, um, because you want me to look a certain way and I'm going to put some cream cheese on them and I'm going to put some melted cheese on top of that, some cheese on top of that. I'm going to stick it in the toaster oven and, um, later I'm going to, uh, start, uh, stealing uh, some of the the coins that you have been collecting um, at your library to this is the, this is my this is the dark shit okay this is the dark shit so she would have these the, her like a library fund where kids would give like you know their their change so that they could like buy she could buy more books for this library and I would take the change I would take I, I would take not all of it of course but I would just like there was this jar of it and I would like take some of it and then I would uh, go buy um, at the gas station or at the Wawa before I had a car though, this was like 14. I think by the time I had a car, I was already like deep in uh, food restriction land or on my way there. But, um, but by the time I was, I was driving my dad's car. Oh yeah. That's the other thing why I feel like I'm in high school because I didn't have a car. I, I, I always drove my dad's and so it had this same delicious cigarette smell, you know? Um, but so, but yeah, so I would, I would, I would take the change and I would, um, I would, I would I would go to, like, the, the Wawa or the gas station after school and, like, buy a bunch of candy and then go eat it at the library. Or um, I would order, like, like if I knew she was going to be out for a couple hours, I would order, like, you know, a big hoagie, a higgy like a big hoagie, not, like, a Wawa shorty, like a big hoagie, like a big Italian hoagie motherfucker and, like, eat the whole thing. Um, or, like, I'd order, like, a whole pizza or something and just, like, eat it. Um, and then um, read like a book that had like a little sex in it and, or like, um, or like make my own like weird homemade, like recorded audio porn tapes. That was like my own voice doing like weird fetishy things that you can read about. And so sad today and like masturbate and like, and then it would be like kind of time for like dinner and then to like, you know, wrap it up and go to bed. Like, I'm not going to fucking like, yeah, I'm going to study like who, why would I study? when there's the option of binge eating masturbating having dinner and like maybe watching Beverly Hills 90210 and then going to bed like why would I, why 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 would i prepare for you know why why um and i i think i've said before in this podcast actually it wasn't until i started smoking cigarettes which was um i guess junior year of high school that I started learning how to study because I think honestly they worked almost like Ritalin you know what I'm saying like they helped me focus and then when I went to and then drugs too like when I went to college like cigarettes definitely like acted like a Ritalin for me but then drugs and alcohol really were the thing that you know because it was like I I, I had rewards you know like I had like okay if I get this paper written like a week and a half in advance while I'm high and like on you know some kind of speed then like I can just like get fucked up the rest of the time. You know, it was it was a good way to navigate. So I became a really good student in college. Also because I guess I got to just like write, you know, and it's like I had no business doing math, um as we've discussed. So so, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you can go home again. I I think that is um think that is, that is the case. And, um, it's, it's black Friday today. Um, I'm not feeling particularly like lusty to fill my holes with my empty holes with anything sort of on the outside today. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a capitalist bitch. Like I, I want a lot of shit. There's like five coats right now that I, I, I really want, but I just, and it's not that I completely know that they won't fill the holes inside me, you know, that I'll still feel like a piece of shit even after I buy them because it, or, or buy and return or whatever. But it's, it's more just, I don't know, like I'm real tired. You know, I went to bed at, um, on California time. So I went to bed at like 4:30 East coast. And then I woke up at seven to the bickering. So I'm just like, I, I, I can't face all the people I can't fit. Fa- you know, I, I can't face black Friday. Um, I have this memory of, um, Black Friday I did a lot of I was I loved shoplifting um you know because um in high school it 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 gets shoplifting it gets you high I mean what what's not to love about shoplifting it gets you high right like that rush of adrenaline and you get free shit um you know and it's this feeling of something for nothing in this world so you know like what was not to love um and so I was um this is going to be like a this is going to be a darker not that the not that the cast isn't doesn't always have some darkness, but this is I'm gonna it's a bit of a confessional one. Um, so you know whatever shoplifting in high school, I, I have such memories of shop shoplifting at Black Friday. Nbd, no problem. You know like whatever. A lot of people shoplift in high school. Um, one of the more awful things, one of the shittier things that I've done um, is I um, in college there was. A girl I didn't like, and she had this sweater. Okay, I can't believe I'm admitting this. She had this sweater. She had a bunch, she had a lot of sweaters. I felt like she had so many sweaters, and I didn't think it was fair that she had so many sweaters. I stole one of her sweaters, and I returned it to J Crew. I don't even fucking like J Crew. Okay, I stole one of her sweaters that I knew was new, and I returned it to J Crew as though it was my sweater, and got a store credit and bought something. There, I said it. You still want to listen to this show? Um, later as part of my spiritual, spiritual quote unquote path, um, of sobriety, you know, I'm, I'm, I look to sort of, um, how shall I say it? Correct the past. Um, and I had gotten in touch with her on Facebook and, and, you know, to, to see if I could sort of Make this kind of 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 restitution like financial restitution for it. And I just said, Hey, how are you, but but I never heard back from her. Um, we had not we had no animo- like active animosity. She never knew that I did this. but um so, but I had messaged her on Facebook, but I think she just, like, didn't check her messages. Like, since then, she she's liked my statuses, but I wasn't going to, like, write on her wall. Like, hey, I need to... So I never really had to, like, face up to this with her. So maybe that's why I'm just confessing. But that, that was, like, a particularly... That's one of the more sort of, like... It's just, like, embarrassing, you know? Like, that's just, like, so sneaky and weird to, like... I mean, it's kind of clever, too, right? Like, that's pretty fucking clever. But, um you know, I, I, I guess I just didn't like her very much, and I felt like... Why does she get all these sweaters? Why don't I get it? You know, why don't I get all the sweaters? Um, so that that's kind of, you know, that's a little fucked up. And then, and then after that, you know, I I kind of gave up stealing. I didn't steal like in my twenties. I didn't shoplift. The only other time I've shoplifted, probably in the past, like I don't know, probably since I was in my late teens, uh, you know, nineteen, was a couple of years ago. I was waiting to find out if the Pisces uh, if the Pisces book was going to sell. And also at the time, my husband was really, um, really, really sick. And I just, I felt like the world owed me something. Like I felt like the world owed me something, which is, you know, the world doesn't owe you shit, but it's like, I felt this way, you know, and I felt like I wanted something for nothing. And, um, and also I wanted to get high and I really don't have many ways to get high. And so I started, uh stealing like lipstick samples from sephora i started stealing from sephora um i still owe them restitution i gotta figure that out i mean is it it's probably bad that i'm like admitting this on here like am i gonna i don't know i should just call you know what i should just fucking face my shit and like i mean I don't, people have different opinions about stealing from corporations i don't know that it necessarily is devastating on the other hand I do love Sephora. And if every single person who wanted to steal from Sephora sold from, stole from Sephora, there would be no more Sephora. So while, yes, it's a corporation and like, I'm sure they can handle it and they build losses into it. It's like, we all can't behave like that or there will be no more Sephora because they can't have everybody shoplifting from Sephora. So, um, yeah, so that's sort of, I don't know, in a nutshell, that's, that's the, the history of my shoplifting. I've since stopped. Um, I've since stopped, I don't know why I stopped again, I guess, you know, like, I, I things, you know, things calmed down, I sold the book, The Pisces, I mean, my husband's house still continues to be up and down, um, he's been actually, I don't even want to say it, because as soon as I say it, but this is the first time that in November, he is actually, like, upright, like, there has not been a November that he's been upright in, like, maybe 10 years, I don't really know. Um, but he's on this whole new regimen and it's probably not that. Cause like anytime we've attributed like a new medicine to his health, like it ends up not being that. So I don't really know, but I'm just like, this is fucking great. And like, you know, is he like out for like a, you know, is he out like fencing or like riding pony? Like, no, but he can walk like three or four blocks. That's kind of amazing. He's able to go to the supermarket that's kind of amazing. We're able to like go out and do something. I mean, you know, it's good. It's good. So anyway, but yeah. It's like I was really just using that chocolate things. But and I'm like if I didn't even want the fucking lipsticks. You know what I'm saying? Like I can buy lipstick. You know, I can buy lipstick. But like it was more just about like just needing something for nothing in the world. You know, feeling like kind of I don't know, that entitlement I think the stealing that I did like as a much younger person, like even as a little kid, came from a more sort of, more of a place of, of a different kind of desperation. Like, um, if, you know, like, like, like a lower chakra, if you will, a lower chakra, um, you know, from more of survival or, or an illusion of survival. Uh, I remember I've opened my shorty. I remember, um, being like real young, like three or four, And stealing a bunch of candy from the supermarket, Um, and I was with my mom. I honestly don't know, like, I really don't know how I wasn't busted because I stole a lot of shit. Um, I'm putting it under my shirt, and then I remember going home and like binging on the candy, and then not knowing what to do with the wrappers. So I think I tried to like flush them down the toilet. Um, cause I didn't know where to hide the wrappers and then they, um, clogged the toilet and my mom was like, what, you know, like, why are there like <laughs> Milky Way wrappers in the toilet and like Caramello or whatever it was. I fucking love Caramello. I'm going to do a Caramello episode if they still make Caramello. I got to check that out. If they don't, maybe like Rollo. But, um, you know, my mom found the, the wrappers and then she made me go back to the supermarket and, like, apologized to the manager, and I just remember he was, like, this really old man, and I was, like, three or four, like, I was little, I was a little kid, and he was kind of mean, like, he was, like, you do that again, and, like, you're gonna go to jail, and I'll call the police, and I'm, like, I guess he was trying to teach me a lesson, it obviously didn't work very well, um, because, you know, I have, that, you know, that was not the end, but, um, I mean, I don't know. Do you tell a three or four-year-old that, like, next time you're calling the police? I I guess you do. I guess that's what you do. So, um, I remember that. And then, um, there was other early memories of thievery. I remember, oh, in nursery school, like primary school, probably around the same age, I would, um, steal. I would go in the coat room at nursery school. I was a sneaky little kid. And I would, um still the other kids like i would eat from the other kids lunches um and um i know i'm laughing i mean i know it's not funny like imagine like little jj goes to like you know get his like peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it's gone like that sucks but yeah so i would go eat the the other kids lunches and i remember one time i stole i think it was like this girl's yogurt i've probably told this story but i remember i stole this little girl's yogurt and I try and like but I didn't eat it I just like put it in my lunch and then at lunchtime I tried to trade like I ate half of it and then I tried to trade her back this half-eaten yogurt for like something else in her lunch like I was like no it's my yogurt and like tried to trade it to her trade it for like I don't know she had like I think I remember she had like chicken some kind of like drumstick so that was like another another thievery moment um and then, oh, and also I remember at Hebrew school, my mom used to give me, um, every week there was something called tzedakah, um, which is like, if you're not a Jew, tzedakah means like giving and there's different levels of, of tzedakah. So like giving, um, and like people knowing you've give given, like not, um, sort of like not anonymously, you know, but like, that's like one level, like that's good. But giving anonymously is like the best, you know? Um, but this wasn't really anonymous giving. I don't know what we were giving to. Um, cause they would pass around the Tzedakah box and you put in, it was just like a dollar, you know, you'd put in your dollar. Um, but of course, well, so I really don't remember. I know sometimes we did like these campaigns to plant trees in Israel, which I mean, I don't know, like, was I like expanding like I think I feel like planting trees in Israel is okay like because trees are trees like no matter where even if you're planting them on like a very questionable um political uh landscape you know and and like I don't think it makes me a Zionist that I like you know would sometimes give money as a kid to plant the trees in Israel um I don't think I was like expanding settlements but who knows you know I might have been wrapped up but so the good thing is though I wasn't um I was protesting Zionism, uh, without knowing it by, I would take my Sadaka money and instead of, no, actually I think, I think the money went to like, just like charities for, I think it went to like charities for hungry people, um, in the United States, probably Jews, probably hungry Jews, but so, um, but, um, I would, so instead of feeding the hungry, the hungry people, um, or planting the trees and, um, you know, on the Zionist landscape, I would, take the the dollar. Um, and there was something called, there was a gift store there called the Judaica shop. Judaica is like, you know, like, like Jew art, you know, it's just like Jewish, like tchotchkes. And I would use the dollar and buy, um, I remember they had pretzels. You get a a little bag of pretzels for a dollar. They're really good. They were called like Fleischmann's or something. It was something very, it was like so Jewy. Um, so I would buy your pretzels or like they would sometimes have the Hanukkah gelt, you know, the chocolate coins. So I'd buy that. Um, so I spent the money on, instead of feeding the hungry, I, um, was feeding myself. So, you know, there you go. I mean, what can I tell you? Um, and now I have a show called eating alone in my car, which is, you know, a show, a show in quotation marks. Um, we don't change that much. So in any event, um I'm gonna wrap this up because um, I think my parents are gonna kill me if I don't bring home the car um, i'm I'm sixteen um, and I don't want to get in trouble. but um, that's all for this week. I hope that your your Thanksgivings were not too um, shitty and fucked up and um, I'll see you on the flip side. Bye bye.